For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge and hey man, make hunk, not war. (laughs) Very good. And I'm Carter. That's America's hunk. <laughs> Wait. I'm the hunk this week. You can't both be the hunk. There's some time travel shenanigans going on. Do you both really think you've got a claim to the throne right now? For sure. I think I do. For sure. Okay. Here's the deal. Each of you may state your case. Okay. And I, the objective third party... <laughs> We'll decide who gets hunk status for the week. Doge, state your case. Once as the court a, recognizes yeah. Justin Dozier. <laughs> well, that might be the first or second time my first name's ever been said on our show. Um, it's a big one. <laughs> once upon a time when I was a young college boy, oh, gosh. Uh, I didn't have a lot of money or food to call my own. <laughs> uh, one of my roommates ordered a pizza. Oh, man. I know this. And threw it into the trash. This is my most told story about you. Uh, Threw it in the trash, but still in the box. And it had been sitting on the counter for like a day, but then threw it away. Not in the refrigerator, by the way. I came home from class and I was hungry, as all good college boys are. So I looked in the trash can and I saw, hey, there's a whole box of pizza. And I opened the lid of the box and there was like one or two pieces. So I took it out, popped it in the microwave and scarfed that bad boy down. And then turned around. And turned around and my roommates were watching me. We were. They had seen me do it. We, had, we watched <laughs> the whole thing and, and you did not know. take it out of the So track. the next time that I wanted to do that, I made sure they weren't there. But I didn't make very sure. <laughs> Much like a they raccoon. saw me again. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Yesterday, before going to Avengers Endgame, had a relapse. I was at work. <laughs> you were clean for so many years. I was clean for so long. I was at work and... Uh, earlier in the week, they had got some Chinese food and I had <gasps> had my eye on this orange chicken for the entire week of work. And th- it was the kind of thing where I would sneak in after lunch to the staff room and make sure, it. make sure there was nobody there. Like there were so many times I walked in there and been like, yep, just in here for a water bottle like everybody else does. But when nobody was there, I would open the fridge and put, peel back the little lid and s- sneak a piece of orange chicken. Cold? Yeah. Um, oh. I'm nasty. And you are. Yesterday I was I was at work late and I was like, I don't have time to get dinner before the movie. I know exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get some Chinese food. No. So I walk into the staff room and I open the fridge and it's gone. Where could it be? So I <laughs> looked in the one place I swore I would never look for food again. <laughs> and there was a tray of orange chicken, still cold, 
Like hadn't been in there long. Oh man. In the trash can. So I pull the lid off of it. And I had to take a candy wrapper out of the orange chicken. <laughs> oh, dosh. <laughs> and I scooped it onto a plate and microwaved it. And that was my dinner. Dosh. You've been complaining all day about your stomach doing weird things. And the whole time you've been blaming it on a completely different thing. Hey, bud, I know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Literally just putting that. Together. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I've been eating anything weird lately." Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. I know what's wrong with you. Yeah. <sighs> so I am confirmed a nasty boy, and yeah. I recognize that about myself. Yeah, certified. Wow. That is my case. So, geez, Carter, to come you from may a approach completely the different direction. Okay, because <laughs> because we're about to do an epic film. On heroes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had a specific situation to where I felt heroic. But it wasn't completely intentional. So I'm out at a lake house. (laughs) Good friend of ours, Mariah Cowley. Mariah Kelly. Sorry, I say Cowley because that's her maiden name. It was at the Cowleys, her parents' lake house. And there's a lot of dogs out there. uh, Some of them that were just meeting because a lot of the people that were coming over were bringing their dogs. Lake house, a lot of room to run. Uh, But then two of these dogs go at it. Uh, And then two other dogs... And in these the, are all these are the mean all way or what I would I call you large way. dogs in a mean way. Okay, not a Wii Sports situation, right? And it's one of those things where <laughs> it sounds awful. Looking back on it, and almost immediately looking back on it after I had done this, I was like, you know what? They there was really not any blood. Like there was not going to be a fight. It just sounded awful, right? And so something inside me, I stand up, and I just start to run to these four dogs. Oh no. There had recently been rain in the area. So okay. when I am but maybe four feet away, mm. I slip. And this slip launches me. <laughs> Not head first, because for some reason, maybe it was because I was between trying to break something up and also to catch my fall. It was two fists first. <laughs> I dive into this group of dogs. And I figure while I'm there, I'm like, oh, shoot, what do I do now? So while I'm there, I like start trying to separate them, except I have to pull my wrist-deep fists out of the mud (laughs) because I literally like javelined into the ground (laughs) to break them them up to find that one of them's back leg is hurt, not because of the dogs, but because I dove into a dog. I punched punched a dog dog. to try and break it up. And to hear, there were like eight people watching. So to hear the reactions and then like people saying like, what was they were processing at the time? They're like, oh, good. At least somebody's going up there. Oh, that's my dog. So maybe I should go too. And then to be like, but then you just, then you just dove. And I was like, hey, that was not intentional. But I had to like, basically like take off my watch, like wash my hands, wash my legs. Like I was a You're mess. filthy. And really, covered with that not dog all for naught. I mean, I guarantee you those dogs didn't fight again because <laughs> they they're like, their lesson. yo, the, that big one over there is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we he does not like when we do Let's not this. even talk to each other anymore because he's wild. <laughs> they drew a chalk line down the middle of the house. <laughs> Basically. Dang. Um, but that was my, that was my. Okay. So this one has been easier for me to decide than I thought it would be <laughs> simply because one of these actions is by definition the chunkiest action <laughs> and antithetical to the hunk mindset. So for that reason, I will award hunk status this week to Carter Willis. Hey! 
because that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. no yeah. one should yeah. be rewarded yeah. Yeah. for yeah. what you have wrought. <laughs> you that's, should be okay, that's fair. Should I, be punished. You actually are being punished. Yeah, yeah. no, my tummy is not happy with me. That's so funny. Hey, and uh, truth be told, That's I'm not hilarious. real happy with your tummy there, Doge. Yeah, it's a bad time over here. <laughs> no. Casa, Casa de, de Chunk, Chunk is not a big room. <laughs> <laughs> Enough dilly-dallying. <laughs> Do you know what time it is, friends? Tell it's me this. It's time to talk about this movie. <laughs> this movie, of course, being... Avengers Endgame Now before we move forward This is the part where I say If you have not watched this movie What are you doing? Back out now What are you doing? Back out now Get out of here This is our first Biggest and only warning Full of spoilers This episode will be Yeah So Please do not listen to this Before you see this movie We will We will prevent you From enjoying yourself Journey no further Go see it It's worth it Come back, then listen. We love you. Yep. And and honestly, before we even get into the synopsis, like one of my pumps was how thoughtful production and marketing of theaters and stuff has been. And yes. the directors, the Russo brothers to say like, hey, you Keep know, it quiet. Respe- respect this. Unfortunately, I never heard, even yeah. in lobbies full of people. Yep. No spoilers. I, I never, never heard a spoiler. spoiler. And so there was a pump on that from the start. And so it, especially <clears throat> if someone is being that, even outside of the fact that this was the penultimate, like the end of a massive successful series. Anytime someone is being that thoughtful, you know that there's going to be some twisty stuff that happens. Yeah, so yeah. spoilers would, so there would ruin your, the experience. There's your full-length spoiler warning. And with that being said, Doge, would you, did, can you find some way to give us <laughs> a synopsis <laughs> of this is, movie? That is the question I've been asking myself since we walked out of the theater last night. Um <clears throat> Avengers Endgame picks up right where Infinity War left off. Um, and we have kind of this, an opening section of scenes uh, in which our heroes try to go to Thanos' planet, the Garden, and retrieve the stones. But when they arrive, they find that he's destroyed them. So they kill him. Thanos dies, like in the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a time jump five years later. And then the Avengers spend the rest of the movie trying to pluck the Infinity Stones from time uh, and and it's a it's not a closed loop. It's not an interstellar situation or a Harry Potter situation. This is a branching timeline. They pluck the Infinity Stones from time and bring them to the present to fashion another gauntlet to undo the snap and finally defeat Thanos and his armies and the Black Order. Oh my gosh, Let's it's go. so good. Let's freaking go. That's in game. Is it time to talk about it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. You lead the way. Okay. I don't know how we're going to talk about this one, so you I'm, go. I'm going to try to steer this ship as best as best I can. You do so, a good job. the opening of this movie with Hawkeye and his family, the cold open. Cold. I mean, it It hurt me. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I was it, still bummed. It had to. Yeah. I wasn't expecting everyone. I was expecting either just the kids or wife and two of the kids. It was his whole family. Yeah. yeah. Dusted. Boom. Yeah. Gone. Snapped. And I mean, it set the tone for the rest of this movie. Yeah. Just like the stakes and the fear and the anger yeah. and the sadness. It really I gave mean, me a lot of pathos for his goofy, goofy haircut. Yeah. You know, sometimes when people, I like to think that when people encounter a difficult moment in life, they often try and control the things they still feel in control of, such as haircut, hair color, piercings, tattoos. Trash and can food. He did two. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. You, trash are, can you food. and Hawkeye are the same. Yeah, we're he the did same. Different eye, though. He did two of the three. He, he had that full sleeve yeah. later on. Look good. A little but, samurai skeleton. Yeah, he was, he yeah. was crushing it. But man, 
that was brutal. That to was start. brutal. Yeah. And it was, and there's no reason to forget that, but sometimes in superhero movies, and I'm not just going to, this is not a, this is not an episode to bash what DC has done because DC has done good things outside of the DC. Sure. Um, but like, these are legitimate actors playing these roles. Like these are great people that yeah. are already well known. Yeah. And, and Jeremy Renner's performance. Oh my gosh. You, we get to see so many and we'll touch them as we go. And we're probably not going to get to all of them because it happens a lot. Cause there right. was a lot of depth in this, but seeing how everyone is dealing with grief, mm. Uh, dealing with yes. the, like it is, it couldn't be, and it's in no way ignored the fact that half of the world is gone. Mm, and we yeah. just get to see how people deal with that. And I really tried to hone in on that. <clears throat> yeah, The jobs that were done here were, were phenomenal. Yes. So. I completely agree. It, in, a, in a world where Infinity War is the Avengers riding an all-time high and on the defensive, yeah, Endgame is a movie where they are, the most broken they've ever been and on the offensive. They have something yeah. to avenge. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it almost didn't even feel like a follow-up to Infinity War. Yeah. Because of how different it was tonally. But that's such a good thing. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad that it didn't just feel like part two. It felt like this is the necessary response to what has already happened. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Uh, real quick while we were still, and I know we we do this. We even mentioned it in the last episode. Like, we spent a lot of time in the first <laughs> two minutes on yeah. the podcast. Um, but so I really want to be able to flex our muscles in terms of what you guys know in, in terms of the Marvel anthology. <laughs> sure. But is he is Hawkeye training up his daughter to be Hawkeye someday? Yes. Because yes. he calls her uh -huh. Hawkeye, right? right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Amazing. And I, I don't think it was an accident that she had a bullseye's bullseye when she shoots that sure. shot. Yeah. Well, and, and similarly to, so like in Infinity War, Captain America is sort of embodying a character, is Nomad, right? From the yeah. comics. Mm -hmm. Captain America kind of goes rogue in the comics and abandons the shield and the star and is known as Nomad for a while. Right. Um, his Nomad suit is goofy, goofy, it goofy is. though. It is. Yeah. But similarly, Hawkeye guy does embody sort of a character named Ronan mm -hmm. yeah. in the comics, which is And I even saw references to that when yeah. we when yeah. trailers came out and we saw him dressed as he was. Yeah. Which is just slaying cool. everybody. But it's cool. And 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 it's like very much of this movie is like handing things off to the next generation yes, of something. Right. And it happens within the first oh, two man, well, it 30 is the seconds. The theme of this whole movie very is, cool. is here's the yep. torch, carry it now. And sometimes yeah. there's a thing, there's a there's a way to Pay homage that can get cheesy in films, especially sure. series. Yeah. Uh, didn't do that here. I, I didn't think so. But. It really set up new Avengers well, which I think is inevitable. And we'll talk about that and when we get necessary. to the end. Yeah, yeah. but um, so right after Hawkeye, we get, uh, Hawkeye's family disappears. It's actually very sad. And Jeremy Renner really crushes this He scene. really does a good job. But we then for the first time get the Marvel logo. Yep. And then we cut back to, is it is it back to the... It's Tony, it's Tony and Nebula. Oh, that's right. They're yeah. out in yeah. space playing uh, table football. Paper, paper football. Right. Paper yeah. football yeah. And so we we get to see Tony in Looking space. real sickly. Yeah. And yeah. it's been 22 days since the snap. They're kind of floating adrift in space alone. And um, they're rescued by Captain Marvel, which yep. is awesome. It's really cool. And uh, we get to sort of see the effect that this has had on Tony, how it's affected his mindset. I think sort of yeah. the culmination of everything else that's been happening to him. Yeah. I actually loved that. I'm glad that when he got back to earth, there was not a big like, Cap, I'm so sorry. Tony, I'm so sorry. Like, they're still very much at odds. Like, Tony sees this as, this is his I told you so moment. And, and yeah. It felt real. And it's such yeah. a perfect between the two of them too, because 
Captain America continues to be stoic and he's not going to take a bad jab at anybody no. because he doesn't stand for that. And Tony is just shooting yeah. bullets yeah. and falling really, apart. Really, really below the belt. And yeah. it really, this, when I mean, he's fiery and he's almost angry every and- single time the two of these guys were on screen in this movie, and it happens often too, but this one was like a, here's the focus. It's these two characters. Yes, it yeah. is 100%. This um, anytime these two were together was the best, I think, the best scenes I've had of I them together. Agree. Um, yeah, civil war is pretty cool when they fight right. and how they have to deal with that. But I think I, I think I prefer the cleanup in this movie yep. from the fight. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Like For the, sure. watching them repair and then kind of exceed even where they had been previously yep. was awesome. Yep. Um, but we get sort of this, I don't want to call it half baked, but this quickly put together scheme to fly to the planet that Thanos is yeah. staying on and, 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 and honestly, get the stones. Like that felt relatable to me. And I'm not, and I don't want to go into this trying <clears throat> to bend this movie to what I wanted it to be. Sure. But like, there's so many rational decisions <clears throat> that I make. And we've already even seen our heroes make in past movies that's like, let's put this together quickly. And let's yeah, not nearly as much. Go. Like, yeah. we're so angry. And uh, <clears throat> like, Thor's feelings of this almost almost feels like at the helm. Yeah. At the helm is how Thor feels. He is the worst version of how, like the anger of what has happened. I think I agree. For sure. Yeah. And so, but yeah, we've got this crew that have found him. Nebula knows where he's going to be because of what he would always say. Thanos would always say. Yeah. And, and one, one of my favorite things that happens here in this scene is, so my favorite, one of my favorite things about this whole movie is the subversion of expectations. Yeah. Um, I feel like at almost every turn, it was just different than what I thought it was going to be. And I, yeah, I, was. I really going in felt that I knew what was going to happen and I did not. Yeah. And um, I love how in the first 15 minutes, we get the plan that I, I think most people probably thought it was going to come down to is let's go get him. Right. Yeah. And, and in the first 15 minutes, we watched that fall flat. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and I want to say before we get to the, the planet that Thanos is on, um, there is a specific scene that is just a shot. And a lot of what this movie has done really well and some of the best I've ever seen in movies is, uh, well, the MCU has done this for a long time in terms of we know these characters, oh, they're meeting for the first time. Oh, they're meeting again after a long time. Right. Oh, they're in completely new environments. Infinity War was a lot about crossover. Right. But yeah. now, like, they kind of set the stage and Rocket's like, who hasn't been in space? And they all raise their hands. And then we get a close-up of Cap's eye mm, yeah. as he starts to see warp speed. Mm, and this yeah. is and a man grip, who has the chair. Ne- he grips the chair, has never been in outer Like, I don't know what it was about that scene that was just a beautiful thing. Yeah. His, and th- he just does just enough, like opens his eye a little bit more to be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Here we go. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like just right into it. So I thought that was so cool for him. Yeah. And I loved, I loved Rocket and Tony's interaction in that room when Tony's kind of not a, feeling great. Thought you were a Build-A-Bear until oh right now. Goodness. Laughed very hard. Yeah. Um, and so we'll, we'll talk about my take on the humor in this movie in a little bit. I've got, I've got strong opinions about how I felt about it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but first I want to talk about Thanos. Yes, let's get there. They get to his planet and very quickly discover- and looking like Harvey Dent. Yeah. The, the second snap, the first snap we saw some of the, the scarring. Right. Yeah. The second snap has really done a number on him. Yeah. And what we find out is the second snap he used to destroy the stones themselves. They're too powerful and too much temptation to have just sitting there. It almost killed him. Yeah. And I think this goes to serve a complete juxtaposition to 10 years ago Thanos that we meet later. Yeah. And see 
we see how much he has grown and changed and matured in 10 years and how much worse it would have been if this conflict had happened 10 years ago, I think is kind of what we're seeing. Even, even nine years ago. Right. In yeah. 2014. Right. And yeah. I think it was good too, to be able to, and, and again, all like they checked every box. Like a lot of ends were tied in this movie, which is one of the biggest pumps of the whole thing. But the fact that like, it makes sense as to why he, spoiler, big spoiler, gets defeated right here in the first 15 minutes because right. he is not himself. Right. He is yeah. weaker than he has ever been. And he's a, he's done his job. And he's done yeah. his job. He's not fight, He's not really fighting back. Right. Yep. And um, so he, he gets brought down very quickly and yep. Thor walks in and just kind of out of nowhere yep. cuts Thanos' head completely off. Completely cuts his head off. It feels like we are like joking with the audience yeah, right now and we're yeah. going to do a, a 180 and be like, JK, just kidding. that's they not hug. what it's about. But he absolutely does and they've done something in the in the film and you look down and you're like, wait, isn't this three hours long? Yeah. Right. What happens now? Um, right. But you know what's funny to me? I think I always have thought Josh Brolin has done an amazing job with Thanos. Yes. Oh my goodness. I was, you know what's funny? I was kind of sad. I was like, is he not going to yeah, be, I was too. is I Thanos was too. not going to be in the movie anymore? Because that too. might affect my opinion on the movie. You know? Yeah, um, I completely agree. But it was, yeah. And for Thor to do that, and I hone in on Thor. We In our, our last movie yeah. Monday, Thor's my favorite. Sure. Yeah, um, one of mine too. And his, uh, in, in, in actually, he says, I aimed for the head, which yeah. was a big line from Infinity War. But he um, sounds so broken when he yeah. says it. He like, sounds what, so broken. What else could I do? Yeah. yeah. He has nothing else to do. And so, um, yeah, massive. But we get our, he's gone and movie over. We get our five-year time jump. Yeah. yeah, and the way that they present that and how slowly, like you see five years later, yeah. it's like they Ugh. already recognize they've been real twisty and it's even getting deeper. And, and so we're like, hurts. okay, well yeah. now I have to really prepare anything I thought would happen yeah. all over again. This right. is yeah. a new experience for me. So we're, I say quickly, it's relatively quick, quickly because this is a long movie and they're able to take their time, which I'm a big fan of. But we're pretty quickly introduced to where everybody's at and what they're doing now, yeah. five years later. Love that Cap is leading a support group. I think that's exactly what Captain America would be doing. Like, I yes, love that That's so completely much. right. And one of them's Russo, right? Yeah, one of them's the yes, director. Joe Russo. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Sitting right next to him. Yeah, which is great. So uh, a fun fact that I saw is that all three of our big, our three main boys, Thor, um, Thor, Cap, and Iron Man yeah. uh, each get a scene sitting directly next to their original director or their best known director. Amazing. Yeah. So he uh, he's with Joe Russo, and yeah. then uh, Tony is with Happy at one point, with and John then John Favreau, yeah. um, and then Batiti. Thor sitting next to Taika Waititi yeah. as Korg on the couch. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty That's cool. Really playing cool. playing Thor. Thor Knight. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So um, we sort of see that Nat is leading. Um, I would call it a ragtag group of yeah. Avengers at this yep. point with um, with mom haircut, Captain Marvel, <laughs> and Rocket. Comic precedence. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't look super great in absolutely. this. I wish they had shaved up the sides a little bit. That yeah. And cool. I decided I'm not going to have a super dump be something like that. Yeah. Right. I think that's cheap. But yes. there were moments where I was like, come on. I'll make, I, I can't sleep at night if I don't <laughs> at least super dump something. But yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Rocket, um, Okoye. War Machine, Okoye. Yeah, so- yeah. So awesome group, but small group and small sort of group. piecemeal. Um, but yeah, so we see that. And then um, we see that Banner is kind of Gray Hulk, which if you're familiar from the comics. Professor Hulk is probably more accurate. Yeah, I guess that's true. Gray Hulk is uh, a little bit more, has less inhibitions than Banner. Yeah. And so he can do the nice things Banner's too self-conscious to do. And he can do the awful things that Banner is too good to do. Gray Hulk, uh, his personality is 
Joe Fix It or Mr. Fix It or something like that. It's it's weird. The Hulk yeah. stuff is all super interesting, but yeah. this is this is probably the closest comic precedence to this is probably Professor Hulk. Okay, cool. Retains all the intelligence of Banner and all the strength of the Hulk. He kind of I get feels real Beast from X Men. Dude, vibes. I was yes. just about is that really to say what you were gonna say? Yeah, yeah. No yeah. way. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was That's gonna say Beast. One hundred percent the vibe that I got. And for some reason, Beast is always Kelsey Grammer to me. It's yes. not the new guy, which yeah. is funny, and it's not even my probably not the best iteration of Beast. But That's so good. Just I the liked, fact that I really Frazier liked was a Kelsey superhero. Grammer. I know. As yeah. Beast. But it, I didn't see that coming at all. Loved it. No, me yeah. neither. It was um, such a surprise. I, I'm skipping over Ant Man just for now. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but because I, and I want to briefly talk about Thor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fat Thor. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they stuck with it for the entire movie. And guess what? Fat Thor, best Thor. Thick yeah. boy Thor, <laughs> juicy Thor is so good. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. He was hilarious. But he was like powerful and his arc was incredible. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, he was yeah, really and great. I, I'm I had, living for Thick Thor right now. I didn't know what to think about it because At first this I didn't is either. like my baby. Like, I know. Because yeah. Thor's my favorite. I was like, wait, is he just, and yes, he was some, as he most often is, perhaps leading the way for comic relief. He's up there with Star-Lord, sure. which is the reason why those two have so many scenes together. And yeah. great chemistry. And great chemistry together, Chris and Chris. Well done. But yeah, I was... I, I'm kind of relieved to hear y'all's opinion about that because I was like, it's going to be tough for me. I don't know if this was my favorite Thor. Um, yeah. But it was. it just felt... I didn't want it to be too much of just silly. You know, it like... Yeah. But the fact that it was kind of wrapped up in... This is just how he dealt with it. Like he's never really been mature. Yeah. Like no. this is this is a immature God's response to making the biggest mistake of his life and not having his planet anymore. This feels like a good place. It's not my super pump. It almost was, but I do want to talk about the use of humor in this movie. Yeah. Um the Russos, I want to give it to the MCU as a whole, but I'm going to specifically give this one to the Russos. They are experts at what they do. In a lot of ways. But maybe one of their greatest strengths to me is their ability to use humor to ingratiate a character to the audience. Hmm. So something that they are good at doing is they don't waste jokes. When when you're laughing and you're joking, I believe that their goal is to make you love that character more so that you're more invested in what they do. And to me, the perfect example in this movie is Thor. The punchline is, ha ha, he got fat. He's so goofy looking. Now it's Gimli instead of Thor. Ha ha ha. Right. But the truth of the matter is he was depressed and fearful and angry at himself and so sad that he spiraled and like did this to himself because of how like dark a place he was in. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And then we get to watch him crawl back out and the crawl back out isn't Return to former glory. No. The crawl back out. Thormer glory. Nice. But the, the, the crawl back out is. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, or rather, what I am. I'm yeah. going to be who I am, not who I think I'm supposed to be. Right. Great line. And, yeah. and such good writing. Man, oh, so good. I just, like, the fact that they took this, what I think could have been easily left as just a dumb punchline and made it poignant yeah. and powerful to me was so impressive. Yeah, and I have a pump and a dump here. Yeah. Um, the fact <clears throat> that... Fat Chris Hemsworth, gross Chris Hemsworth, is still infinitely hotter than yeah, me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that sucks. Makes me. It's a pump dump. It's pretty sad. Yeah, pump on bummer. him, dump on the pain it causes me. Yes. Yeah. It's like they tried their best to make him gross. To make him and ugly. yet, this this guy is somehow 
pretty good looking. Pretty attractive <laughs> still. Yeah. And it might be what the what is on the verge of Dredd's long hair and massive beard. Yes. He can do anything to his face. He can. He's had an eye patch, two different colored eyes, short hair, short hair long, long hair. hair. He's anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a separate podcast. It's pretty frustrating. <laughs> check out also check out two the Chris's brand new episode. <laughs> yes. Me and the Chris's. Uh yeah, anyways. Um, but we get Ant Man. Is there anybody big that I'm missing? Oh, Tony, duh, family. Yeah, Morgan. Woo, another twist, Morgan right? Stark. Was anybody is Morgan Stark in comic books? I don't think so. I'm not aware of any precedents for that. There was a line <clears throat> in Infinity War when he's talking to Pepper and he was like, Hey, are you sure you're not right. pregnant? I had a dream that we had this kid and we named her after your old boss or your mom or your cousin or somebody, Morgan. Yeah. And so she was like, Tony, I don't think so. Guys, okay. She was. Yep. Or, I mean. Do you think, and granted, we're going to have something. Tony Stark with another hero has what we were talking about, this theme of passing something on. Right. Do you think we'll ever get a a Stark in a suit again? Like, the fact that the first time we see her, she's wearing a helmet? I think we'll get rescue. That was to tease rescue. I think that was Pepper's. Pepper's suit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's okay, the okay. press. That's the comic precedent. Is is her that, name is Rescue? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And she. Man, I, sh- I sure wish we get to see her fight later. Oh, wouldn't that <laughs> oh, be great? That'd be, that'd so, be cool. so awesome. Wouldn't that be swell. Um. Uh, yes. <laughs> I have to. Man, I didn't know a better time. I I need to do it now. But I'm I'm gonna super pump. Whoa. Okay. Um. No, I'm actually gonna wait. Okay. That's, that's, I my, like that's wow. my tease. That's I like my tease. That. Wow. That's my tease. What that's a good trailer. Um. The, yeah, the family stuff with Tony was amazing, but yeah. we, we got to talk about Ant Man for a second because yeah. he comes back, and I love that it all depends on a rat walking across the right button in the van. Right. Yep. I mean, it, and here's the weird thing: I think in a, in another movie I would have hated that, but the fact is, this was the one in fourteen million. You know what I say. mean? Like yeah. it's all down to like Doctor Strange knew everything had to work out perfectly. Little butterfly effects, right? Yeah. And so like there is a. This is going to sound dorky. Canonical precedent for why this worked. Yeah, it was a sense of fate. Right. Yeah. He comes out into the real world again. Boom. He's not in the quantum realm. And uh, we see Chang from Community as the security guard, which <laughs> Amazing. was great. Amazing. Which was great. But, um, man, that scene where he was quickly looking for Guys, um, Paul Cassie. Paul killed. Yo, Paul Rudd acting was this. unbelievable in this whole sequence. When he's looking for Cassie, and then when he finds Cassie five years older than when yeah. he last saw her, like, Unbelievably strong acting. This for Paul was Rudd. a shot in the arm for the Ant Man franchise. I agree. This movie, he did so well, and yep. there's a lot of scenes that were some of yes. my favorites that he's involved in. Yep. So um, you talk about the rat crossing, uh, just to be able to start up the time machine again, and right. the one in fourteen million. I, I think I've already referenced it once in this episode, but sometimes movies will get along, they get momentum, and they're like, crap, people like this. We need to keep making more movies and try and tie these loose ends together. There's something about the MCU, for most of it, a large percentage of it, that was like, they knew from the very beginning. Right. Like, there's ways that we can reference back. I think, and we're about to get into some time travel, but I think Doge was saying before this, like, and I respect both of y'all on on your knowledge of even stuff like that, of, of, of something that technically doesn't exist, but it does in the movie <laughs> right. world, right? Like you know about time travel, but you were you said what were you saying before the podcast that you really you tried to yeah yeah I was trying to find holes in the time travel, but the way that they've done it is they've they've isolated the time travel. Essentially, these are alternate universes within the time stream. Like they've branched off at certain points, and so this is not like when when spoilers twenty fourteen Thanos comes to two thousand and 
what, 23 is when this yeah, movie takes place? Yeah, 2023. Uh, when he comes nine years later uh, into 2023, that's not, air quotes, our Thanos. Right. Right, that's Thanos from a parallel time stream. Yeah. Right. And so the, the confusing part is like, it is the same Thanos, but it's not. But it's you not, know I mean? right? It's from a parallel time stream. So like changing his past doesn't, like killing him doesn't erase what happened in our past, but it prevents that from happening in his future. Like it's, well, and I like that they address that if everything goes back to how it was after they're done using the stones, then the time streams exactly. can sort of like realign and become Steve's one again. Steve's got to clip the branches. Right. Yep. yep. And it, 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 to me, it is the most, this is, this is back to dorky again. It's the most responsible use of time travel Absolutely. I've ever seen in a movie. Because when you introduce a closed loop, like something in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, right. in Interstellar, when the wormholes by Saturn, because it's always been by Saturn, then there's a sense of like fatalism, like we can't affect our own choices. Right. And, and you open the door to different paradoxes. With this, it's isolated enough that you can do anything you want in the past. Yeah. Like Steve fighting himself in 2012 doesn't mean that he is fighting and has a memory of fighting a clone of himself in 2012. It's yeah. just, that's something that he's doing. Right and as now. long as the, he goes back and, I like what you said, clips the branch, it didn't happen. Steve says that. Right. Right, right before he goes back <clears throat> in the, the quantum tunnel yeah. at the very end. And it's, and it's such a big pump for me because it's, you know, who would have thought that 21 or 22? 21 right now. Uh, Far From Home will be 22. Right. The 22nd yeah. film. Yeah. 21 movie. You know, I, I keep thinking back to 11 years ago when it was like Nick uh, Samuel L. Jackson signed a contract for 20 movies. And I was like, what on earth? Like, yeah. that's kind of dumb. Because in the sports Who world, would do that? in yeah. the sports world, you've got a 30-year-old who's the best baseball player in the world, but you signed him indefinitely. Like, you signed him for 15 years. And you're like, yeah. oh, well, honestly, when he's 40, he's not going to be worth $20 million yeah. a year. Right. But somehow... Somehow this whole series has has done it. And they knew from, it feels like they knew from the start exactly what was going to happen at the very end. Yeah. See, I don't think that they did. It I, feels I also that way. Don't well, I that, don't think they did either. Right. That's why I'm pumping it. Yeah. 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 They managed to, yeah. Well, and I, so credit where credit's due to Joss Whedon. Not a huge fan of him, but, um, you know, yeah. he put in the work at the beginning. But I got to give it up for John. John Favreau yep. at the beginning of this whole thing. I mean, he set it in motion. He's the one who contacted RDJ. He's the one who was like, I want you, man. Like, yep. That is yeah, that's like when, foresight. When Favreau does things in the Lion King tour, he's like, No, I don't want Jeremy Irons. I want Igiofor. I think he's already go, okay. It, sure. Yeah, whatever we go. you need, dude. Yep. He's earned the right to choose. I'll be in the seat once, maybe twice. Yeah. Yep. And it's just but so I, w- I wanted to get through sort of this beginning stuff so that we can we can get into the meat of the Still movie our pieces on the board. Yeah. yeah, and so um, they they decide through Ant Man's quantum realm that they're going to try and go back in time and individually retrieve all six stones before Thanos ever gets his hand on them. Yeah, yep. and they they narrow it down to at one point there were three in New York, there were two in space, and there was the one was at Asgard. One in Asgard, and then um, we're missing one. Nope, that's it. That's, that's six. the one that was that's by six. itself, yeah. That's six. And so they branch off into these teams. They get their cool white suits, and they go do their business. Yep. This is, I would say, the entire second act of this movie. Oh, yeah. 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 And because I want to give all of this, the second and third act, the time that it deserves, I'd like for us right now to go ahead and pump those brakes, hmm. take a quick detour through the quantum realm into the time for yeah. a shout announcement. Shout out. Well, welcome to Shout Announcements, the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements. We do that. We're Simultaneously. Gonna, we're going to give a huge shout out to Waxbase and Tyler Station here yes. in Dallas. Waxbase, yes. Tyler Station, thank you so much. We drink your coffee. We record our podcast. We're in you right now. 
Thank you, Wax Space and Tyler Station here in Dallas. Also, podbean.com. That's right. It's a website, and we use it to host our podcast. We pay them money. We put stuff on you. Thanks, Podbean. Also want to give a shout out to whoever is in Waxface Tyler Station right now vacuuming up all the dead Avengers. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, if you can hear that at home, just know that we're sucking Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and Black Panther right up and throw them in the trash can outside our building. Um, also a shout out to, uh, you know, podcasts are kind of a thing these days. <laughs> yeah. And so we're glad. There's been, there's several of them. I think we're one of maybe two or three yeah. movie podcasts out there. Yeah. So that makes us the best by far. We're the premier movie podcast. We're definitely the premier movie podcast. We did go to the premiere of a movie yesterday. Yes. Hey! So podcasts are a big thing. Actually, the Enneagram's a pretty big thing right now. I'm yes, a two. What are we? I'm a five. Seven. Two, five, seven. I've got a good friend, Ben Larzabal, and his brother, Sam, who's also a good friend. He's not just a brother of my good friend. <laughs> Y'all are both good friends of mine. But they've started a podcast. <laughs> got this friend, friend, Ben, and I hate some his brother, other Sam. Dude, some other he's dude. there, too. They started a podcast that I highly recommend. It's on Spotify right now. iTunes is taking a little bit, but it's going to be kind of like us, anywhere that you get your podcast. Yeah. And it's called Story Shaped Life. And so essentially what they're doing is saying that um, and I'll give you a little bit of the intro, but they're talking about how a lot of the times we kind of put ourselves into a narrative, mm-hmm. yeah. which is what the Enneagram does too. But sometimes too, and, and it's funny because they sometimes people think s- cinematically. So it'll be like, this is my role in the Lord of the Rings narrative, except I'm putting that as a carbon copy of my sure, life. Yeah. The thing that's wrong with that is that, well, I could feel that way. And then Jordan could say, well, I'm in the Star Wars narrative. Right. These two things do not interact. Sure. And so it's like, what grows us? What makes us as individuals? So it's about discovering yourself getting the best out of yourself. And I've listened to the intro and it's it's actually really good. We wouldn't be pitching it. I think they know too, just because they're my friends, I wouldn't be pitching it for their sake. Like it's really good. And I would recommend yeah. listening to it. Yeah. They're going to go through the Enneagram. Uh, they're actually, their first Enneagram episode, they've had an intro episode out now that's about 20 minutes long. The Enneagram starts off with the two, which <laughs> they had me. And so Ooh. there's a chunky awesome. hunk on that one. So there it's, you go. it's uh, me and a good friend of mine as twos, they'll always have a, a, a guy and a girl too. And just talking about their, their, the stuff that they've created and written about the Enneagram, what they really think defines who we are. And we, we kind of uh, dissect that stuff together. And so it's really That's interesting. Awesome. It's worth a listen. Uh, another shout out I have, what's been really cool about Two Chunks and the momentum that we've had in terms of listenership and downloads and stuff is it's something, it's, it's always been something I've wanted to share, but even more now because I am confident of what we've put out there already, what yeah. we've produced. And so I saw a good friend of mine, Jordan Patterson, at a restaurant the other day. And we had not seen each other in a long time. I mean, it was like the five years later thing right. from Endgame. Like he yeah. has a child that I didn't... Shout out, Jordan. I'm shouting you out on the podcast. I don't even remember y'all being pregnant. But now <laughs> here's this child that looks like it might almost be two. And so I'm like, man, it's been a while. Right. But I knew he loved movies and he was talking about Endgame. I was like, well, we're, we're about to do a podcast on that. And also this man, I, I always called Kronk. Because he basically sounds and looks like Kronk. <laughs> That's so And good. I was like, dude, we did Emperor's New Group. And so he's like, dude, I've got a, a relatively long commute. This is perfect. He reached out to me as we were sitting in Casa de Chunk. He said uh, two things. He said two chunks and a hunk. Bravo, my friend. Such a breath of fresh air in my podcast life. Wow. You guys kill me and you kill it. Wow. And then he said, Thanks, about, and then he said about Endgame. He said, holy crap. You guys are going to have a hard time finding a dump for that movie. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that episode. I am still on a high from seeing it last night. Yeah. Yep. And it's funny too, like we hadn't reconnected in a long time. And then his text after that is, I hope we've confirmed that this is Jordan Patterson and you are Carter. Otherwise, I apologize for random texts. <laughs> because I realized the stuff that I said, I had, he like unpacked a lot of stuff. And all I had like responded was like, 
something just random to him. And he's like, actually, this could just be someone playing with me right now. <laughs> That's so uh, good. But shout out to Jordan and shout out to, oh my gosh, like we have 117 reviews. Awesome. I feel yeah. like the last recording we had was 104 yeah. or something. Yeah. Something's you guys happening. Are crushing. Right? Thank you. Very and we much. Should, Thank you. And we get surprised and I think out of being humble. And then it's also not a surprise. I, I, I stand firmly by our content. And so sure. yeah. please continue to do so. Subscribe. Like share that. I think you're. Do- I know you're doing that. We yeah. have confirmation. There are, yeah. there are uh, handles now of these reviews that I don't recognize them at all. Yeah, and we're really starting to get out to you know outside of the close circle. It's, yeah. it's growing. We're a lot. so thankful. New for you chunkies guys. are coming to our family every day. Yeah, and we love you, new chunkies, and you old chunkies, all chunkies. Sweet, sweet chunky. Love, babies. love you very much. Even those that are thrown away. <laughs> And they've been in the trash for a couple hours. We still love those. Pull you out microwave, you give you the bad toots. There it is. <laughs> well, do we want to talk about the next series that we have? Yes, I please. think we do. Okay. If you listened to Mini Monday yesterday, which I hope you did, or any day, or all of them. That's the thing. We release them on a day, but then they're you on can the listen whenever. That's you can kind of the forever. cool thing about podcasts. Continue to be on demand <clears throat> entertainment. We, we talked about our new series that we're starting called Choose Your Choice. Choice. So this series is something that was cooked up by Soundboy Adam, and it is going to be awesome, I think. We are finally, for once, getting to make a decision. <laughs> no, we're each bringing a favorite director and two movies that we think are worthy of yeah. talking about from mm-hmm. that director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. we're going to sit through and talk about it. This is going to be sort of different than anything else we've done because some of these movies are of a different caliber. I think this also feels talked about. uniquely vulnerable. It does. In, in the sense of like, I'm showing up with these like, guys, I would give these movies on it. Don't let it by that poster. I really hope you like them as much as I do. How y'all feel about them? It, yeah. it sort of feels like, <laughs> it sort of feels like I'm walking in and being like, this is my favorite jacket. Does everyone like my favorite jacket? It yeah. really, it really feels like, like show it. and tell. Like I do yeah. this picture. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be, this, and I feel like this is going to be beneficial in so many ways. A, for the listener to get to know us better. Yeah. But honestly, for us to get to know us better. Yeah. I, I can't think wait we're to g- find out y'all's last names. I know. It's going to be amazing. Justin Wright was your first. That's the first time I'd heard it yesterday or today. So we chose our movies separately from one another. Correct. And brought them to one another and kind of told each other what they're going to be. Yeah. And we realized after sharing which two movies we're going to do, our directors have something in common and it is awesome. It is awesome. It's really interesting. They have all three done movies about something very specific and their take on this specific thing. And we all three separately brought those movies. Yeah. Didn't we end this. up, doesn't that end up almost falling back to, it doesn't all it's, fall back to it, back it to back. It is all it? back to back to back. Wow. It's three in a row. That of, is awesome. A similar form. I love it. It's so, so that's, cool. that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it starts off next week. Yes. Which I just got excited because that means I'm watching this movie this week. In a couple of days. In yeah. a couple of days. Um, Ridley Scott is my director. Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of reasons. Um, and the two movies that I chose was was to kind of show the breadth of what he's able to do. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, we'll un- we'll we'll deal with that a lot more later. But my first movie is Gladiator. Wow. So we're gonna watch yeah. Gladiator yeah. and have that next week. So so yeah. Russell Crowe, Walking Phoenix, um, good, good, good movie. So good, and so we'll we'll be reviewing that next week. And awesome. so we we would love for you guys to join us. Please, yeah. please it would make do. us very glad. glad. There, there it is. <laughs> well, I guess it's time to put our nose back to the grindstone. Head on back to the show, and we're back. <laughs> 
And now we're kind of entering into act two, the heist portion. The time heist. The time heist. I yes. love that. Time heist. I love that so much. So uh, Tony, Tony's back on board because he he solves it. He cracks it. I think it would be helpful to break down in terms of our three teams. Let's yeah. track each team through their journey through time. Yeah. Let's start with space. Let's end with space because let's end with space. space leads directly back into 2023. Let's start with Thor and Rocket. Yeah. So they go to Asgard during arguably the worst movie in the MCU, which I find very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't redeem that movie in any way, but I like that they did it well. Well, I also it redeems think they the kind part of, of the movie that was worth redeeming, which yes. was Frigga. Yes. Because I love her. Yes. yes. And I also think that they there was something too when they were trying to figure out the plans and explain the different Frigga stones. Out the plans. And uh, <laughs> Thor is uh, explaining the ether. That he, it's it's almost like they're saying, "Hey, we also recognize this was the worst movie." Right? Yeah. And he's yeah. like, "Dark elves." Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, and I thought that was so <laughs> yeah. funny. That was so that was good for me. Um, the main thing I really want to talk about here. I mean, they 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 get the ether, and the they end. got. I think it's more surprising that they got Natalie Portman back for this. Did they or did they just reuse footage? No, she's in the she's in the she's credits. In it. She? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is she, very weird. She like did not enjoy her time. <laughs> yeah. As very strange. I'm sure she enjoyed the paycheck that was offered to I her. I mean, yeah. Um, but. The, the main thing I want to talk about here is the Thor Frigga scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's so the main point, good. I think, of this. I love I love her acknowledgement of like, I know what's going on. I know it's weird. I was raised by witches. Yeah, I know yeah. it's crazy. And I love that she immediately jumps into mom mode. And I think seeing that and seeing her... Because I feel like in the, in the Thor movies b- prior to her death, we only really see her being a mother of unruly sons that need... Mm-hmm. Guidance, like discipline, right? Yeah, and now we get to see what she's really. I feel wanted to do the whole time, which is sit down with her son and say, like, "You're good enough." Yeah, it, but you're good enough because you're not good enough. Yeah, kind of a thing. Like, you're not good enough to be what you think you should be, but you're plenty good enough to be that what is, you are. That is not at all the place I expected them to take no. Thor's arc because his whole thing is like, I've got to do all of this stuff to be worthy. Yeah, of the power of Mjolnir, I've got to do got to make up for all the stuff that I've done and to have her completely subvert that and just say, no, you, you, you only have to be who you are. You don't have to be who you think you're supposed to be. Well, and I yeah. think that acceptance really lends itself to making him okay with what happens in act three with the hammer. We'll yeah. get there. But, yeah. uh, and I, I think, think three, really I mean, Thor, Cap, and Tony all, all probably get the most emotionally beneficial rewards from going into the past. Completely agreed. Yes. So, which makes complete sense. Completely agreed. But yeah, that's really all I wanted to talk about with Thor's scene. I mean, they pretty handily receive the ether and it's game over. Yes. <clears throat> they get out of there. But um, can we talk about Cap and Tony with yeah. Ant-Man and Hulk? They go yeah. to, they go to New this York This might City. have been my favorite yeah. of the Yeah. Of they go, the, they the go to the Battle of New York. And they, Amazing. Uh, they kind of dress like their old selves, which is great. Yep. Yeah. Um, but real quick, Hulk and... Um, Oh, Tilda Swinton. The ancient one. The ancient one. So good. So good. Yeah. And this is where we explain the branching timelines and right. the fact that, that they do a, they this do is a, a closed, like these are not closed loops. This is right. just essentially traveling to alternate universes. And I, I love the respect shown to Doctor Strange in the moment when, when he says Stephen Strange willingly gave up the time stone and she just immediately says, good enough for me. Here you go. Yep. Yeah. Because she knows that he's the best. Yeah. And, and I think that lends credibility to his character. Yeah. Yep. What a cool idea too for her to do that kind of soul separating punch yeah. and to it's, talk to it's Bruce Banner that comes out yeah. of the, it's so cool. Now I, I kind of couldn't believe that she was in this. 
And I loved it. I yeah. was very there happy. There so many people. Like, yes. Especially this time stuff. Like, I can't believe Robert Redford was right. back for this. And yeah. Like, so many people that they, like, the guy that plays uh, Crossbones. Um, yeah. Uh, can't remember his name. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't believe that. Great. Love it. And so, um, yeah, we get Hulk going after the Time Stone there. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of get a two for one going after the Scepter and the Tesseract with the team of three. Cap, yeah. <clears throat> Tony, and Ant-Man. What was in the the Scepter? Which stone? The Mind Stone. The Mind Stone. Okay, What gotcha. ended up being Vision Stone. Used to, to create I, yeah, vision. I don't know why it's... <laughs> Because I was associated the Mind Stone with yellow, but in the scepter, it looked blue. Right. That yeah. kind of threw me off. But yeah, well, I think that was, they weren't sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my okay. guess. That's okay. Um, so Cap gets the scepter, yep. um, fights himself. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in the whole movie, when he says that I could do this all day, he goes, I could do this all day. Ugh, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. so good. So cool. Um, and I kind of love that he almost gets beat by his young younger self. It shows that aging happens to him. Well, yeah, we see that other things more later too. But I I like that in the moment we see that he's not infallible and he's not just constantly getting stronger. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. Yep. And you get, uh, yeah, the fact to get a, yeah, even in Steve Rogers saying, I know that is, and he's kind of like, I'm tired of it. I know that it's, it's such a unique scene to have, you know, what would I, what would my current me say to my past me? Right. You yeah. know, and I, and I think they just, hey settle down, yeah, just relax, just chill out. I get that you're you're standing for everything that's right and good in this world. Awesome. Yeah, sure, yeah, but you need to listen to me right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so I thought that was really neat. And I loved I loved seeing sort of what happens after the Avengers get Loki in yeah 2012's Avengers. That was awesome. The elevator and all that. Yeah, all that was so good. But um, Tony and Ant Man fail. The mm. Tesseract is taken by Loki, which I believe is setting up his series and how we get a new Loki. Yeah. In the Disney Plus series, yeah. it's going to be we're going to follow this Loki that that makes sense took the Tesseract and got away. Is it so. ever explained why he has the Tesseract when he gives it to Thanos? He took Infinity it. War? He took it from the he vault. Took, he took it from Asgard. Okay, before Asgard was destroyed. Almost was like it's his destiny to have that thing. Yeah. yeah, he That's always kind of ends up with it, which yeah. is interesting. Um, but this leads Cap and Tony to go even further back in time. Um, to a yeah. time when 1970, both, both the Tesseract and Pym Particles were in the same place at the same time. Yep. That was the goal because the Pym Particles needed to get them back. And so um, they head to the military base where um, Cap was turned into Cap. Yep. But years later and uh, go get their stuff. Yeah. I love this. I love Tony meeting his father. Oh, it's here. so good. This is so good. This is a culmination of stuff that was like threads that we're picking up from Iron Man 2. Yeah. Yeah. Of uh, just repairing Tony's relationship with his father. This is just excellent. It's just so good. Yeah. yeah. I don't and really seeing, have anything like as a right, movie right. critic. No, I mean, I other agree. I loved it. I yeah. loved seeing that Tony's growth into a father gave him empathy for his father. I think that's really unique to see in a movie. Somebody who resented their dad and loved them at the same time sort of grew more to love and less to resent through seeing what it's like to be a dad. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I just think that's so cool. And and that's not typically a perspective. I mean, because there's not a lot of time mm-hmm. travel, but like it's not typically a perspective that we get. And I think that's really unique. Yeah. And do really you think interesting. This, this scene was pretty pivotal to in the arc of Cap in this movie? The fact that he lingers and watches one thousand percent Peggy Carter for a while? One thousand percent. I do too. Yep. Yeah, I think that I think that that So we retrieve the what, the pin. Tesseract and the pin particles? Got is there him. anything else that happens here that we need to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. No. We see young uh, Michael Douglas 
Which yeah. is also, yeah, that's crazy. Impressive. Young, I mean, young Howard Stark also yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. John yeah. Slattery, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's in Mad Men, right? He is. I think so, okay. yeah. He is. So they jump back. You want to talk about space? Uh, Some stuff also, goes down in before space. before we leave this, and we can't talk about everything, but I love Cap's scene in the elevator, paying homage to a scene oh, that we've had before where he just beats oh, up dude. everybody. Yeah. I was super nervous we were going to get an exact repeat of that scene. I but loved, we didn't. I loved just, the Hail Hydra. Yeah, Hail Hydra. And he walks awesome. out with it. And I love that he kind of looked disgusted with himself for saying it too after yeah. he walks out with the yeah. scepter. That was great. To nod to a fairly controversial uh, panel in Captain America a few years back whenever it was revealed that through messing around with the Tesseract, somebody had gone back in time and changed Captain America's past to where he was and had always been. A Hydra agent. An agent of yeah. Hydra. A lot of longtime fans of the character were very upset about that. So sort of I'm, an inversion of I'm that. I'm kind of surprised that Marvel even included that here because there was so much backlash against that. Well, and what, what's great is it was a burn more than anything. Yeah. Like yeah. it was fully justified and great. Yeah. Um, and, and his face when he walked out was so good. Excellent. But um, let's talk about space. Space hurts, huh? Yeah. Space hurts bad. So we get what I thought was going to be my least favorite part about the movie and something that I ended up loving, which is the double nebula. Um, yeah. I, I really thought that I was going to hate it and I ended up really liking how it was handled. Yep. Um, because it it set up a lot. But um Nebula's mind, because she is a cyborg and I'm assuming networked in some mm-hmm. way, sensed that there was another nebula yep. uh in the past and sort of revealed a lot of the plot that was going on. And uh when Natasha and Hawkeye split off, Nebula and War Machine stay. Yeah. To get the, is it the power? Uh-huh. Power, the power stone. stone. Yep, yep. Um, and we get this great scene of Star-Lord yes. singing with his headphones on. And, this and is, we yeah. sort of see the intro <laughs> of Guardians from the perspective of what Someone it actually watching. sounded like. Yeah. And it's and so good. This, for Jordan, is especially great. This is your $2 billion moment. Yeah, this was the moment for yeah. me when I knew that I was making the cash dollar money For box uh, office balls. So Chris, oh Pratt, Chris Pratt gets a credit in the movie because of he this. Sure and, does. and some stuff that happens later. But yeah. He sure Congrats does. to you. <laughs> but. They get the Power Stone and uh, are kind of foiled when they're heading back to the past because Nebula drops and we find yeah. out all this stuff that's going on. We get the, to 2014 crew. The introduction of of Thanos to Thandos. Thandos. Nice. Oh. Thandos. Thandos. Well, we're calling him that now. Yeah, With we need to. helicopter blade of yeah, a sword. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Amazing. And Gamora and Nebula. Okay, let's talk about this. <clears throat> Here's my super dump. I think it was, I don't like that they brought Gamora back. Okay. I like that she was in it. I wish that she hadn't stayed behind with the crew. Stayed in 2023. Right. Yeah. Um, because I, I kind of wanted that to carry consequences <gasps> long term. Yeah. I think that's going to be, I mean, to jump way ahead to speculation, I think that's going to be Guardians 3. I think it's going to be looking for Gamora. By the way. We're going to call it As Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that our, yeah. our guess? Is that yeah, Guardians 3 so. is going to be called As Guardians of the Galaxy? Is Thor ever a part of Guardians? I don't know. No, there is a, a limited run called As Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's no characters that we know from the movies. Okay. But I think Thor, as he currently sits in the MCU, is a perfect fit to roll with the Guardians in a movie. You think he's going to roll with the Guardians in a movie? Oh, yeah. I think he should. Totally. <sighs> I think so. I think it is Perfect. That makes me so excited. Yeah. If Disney can't, oh, they have they got gun back for they Guardians did. Three, right? 
and and if 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 Gunn and Taika could play nice, which That's I think kind of they definitely what I think could, going to happen. Yeah, there's nothing that would make me happier. Wow, um, my fine. super dump is actually similar. <clears throat> okay, the the double nebula thing, mm-hmm. I think is done well, but I think even at its peak, that idea always just feels a little Scooby Doo to me. Okay, yeah, and I don't know why it was it only in Jenkins Scooby-Doo. the whole time. <laughs> it, it feels, you know what it is? It's because of the movie Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase that came out when we were kids. Yeah, you remember I that do. one? I do. Where they meet themselves in video game world. Yes. Wow. Yikes! What a weird. And the villain is like a lightning bolt as a person. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, what a weird That's brain so connection. <sighs> but anyway, it just feels really like like cartoony to me to be like, oh, this is bad Nebula, and she's gonna go back a trip, but. I like the way it all plays out and I think it's necessary for the plot. I just, right. I don't know. Something about that just feels a little cheesy to me. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. Anyway. I think I agree with that, but I, I ended up being way more okay with it than I thought I would. Me too. But I have similar feelings about Gamora in this where it's just like, yeah, oh, I wish that had lasted a little longer. And I love Zoe Saldana. Yeah. So it's not, I'm not mad to see her back. I love seeing her back. I just wish that, and maybe the consequences are, more personal between her and Star-Lord of yeah. he still loves her the same way and she has to learn to um, or whatever. Yeah. But fun, fun thing about Zoe, she could kind of quietly be the only common thread between the top two highest grossing films of all time. Yep. Worldwide. Oh, yeah. Avatar and... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have That's a theory true. about Gamora in Guardians 3. So Adam Warlock is hinted to be in Guardians 3, right. you know, from the, the GOTG2 post credit scene. Yeah. Right. He is a character in the comics whose existence has been tied to the Soul Stone. Yeah. Um, and so there is, there's a theory floating around, which I, I kind of like a lot, that somehow <laughs> he is going to be an access to the Soul Realm where Gamora's child soul is. You know that we saw in, yeah. in Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. And that somehow that Gamora will merge with 2014 Gamora. Consciousness-wise. Consciousness-wise and become essentially our Gamora. Ultimate Gamora. Gamorissima. So the (laughs) now the the other theory that I've read is that soul for a soul goes both ways and that when Cap returned the soul stone to its home, that it brought back those sacrificed and that would be how we get a Black Widow movie would be she returns to consciousness. Yeah, that'd be great. Returns to life. So that would be interesting. I don't know how I feel about, again, I have a hard time with the reversal of poignant death. I do too. Um, yeah. It 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 doesn't sit right so, with me all the time. Speaking of Black Widow, do we want to go to Vormir right now? Yeah, let's go to Vormir. <clears throat> so Black Widow and Hawkeye end up at Vormir talking to Red Skull. And I actually love the jump cut, the juxtaposition between that and Thanos and Gamora when uh, a soul for a soul, this is your price. Yeah. And Thanos immediately makes the decision and we jump cut to Clint and yeah. Natasha back and forth trying to figure out who's it going to be. Who's it going to be? Yeah. And And... I love Clint's moral compass here when he says, look at all the things I've done. I don't deserve to keep going. You do. Yeah. And then Nat basically says, but I don't have anybody to go back to. Yeah. It was just really good writing. Very good writing. I mean, almost a triple fake out there at the end between the dive and the catch and the hotel. Yeah. Like I wasn't breathing. It was so tense. It was was one more... Fake out away from being too much. Too much. But they, I agree. I think yeah, they did it really well. Uh, this is, we had a, a listener, Colton, send us in some super pumps and super dumps. This is his super dump. He says he feels like we we gloss over the death of Natasha. We don't give it the time that it needs. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't agree, but I hear that. You know? Yeah. 
I think that all entirely depends on your personal affinity for a character. You know sure. what I mean? Because yeah. for me, you know, there's going to be some characters where if they die, I'm ready to move on to the next scene a lot faster than if, like if Captain America dies, I'm going to want to spend a long time there. You know what right. I mean? So yeah. I, I feel like with Natasha, for me, an example of this would be her absence is what I was going to feel more than watching her die. And yeah. so I was ready to move past it and just yeah. notice that she wasn't there kind of a thing. Yep. You know? And so that's sort of where I was at. Yeah. But she gone. She gone. She done. Clint comes back with we'll the We'll get more of her though because she's got her own movie coming out. She too. does. Assuming they don't cancel that. Right. And say, we were just kidding. We didn't want you to know she died. Dude, what if? Whoa. <laughs> that's a possibility. Dang. Doubtful. But that's they a possibility. They cancel Far From Home. Like, Surprise, nope. guys. <laughs> don't talk about <laughs> didn't that. Didn't happen. So. Thanks, Jake, for nothing. We're back. We're back in what, 2023 is what we established. Uh-huh. And, yeah, because um, this is five years after the snap. The snap was in 2018. So. Right. We've got yeah. all the stones. And Tony has created a Stark suit gauntlet. Just like a Hulkbuster gauntlet. Yeah. It's made of the nanotech that his, his Mark 1 million or whatever is made of. Yeah. And so while we're talking about this, I know this is kind of a spoiler for later, but hopefully you've all seen the movie if we're talking about this. Um, later on when, when Tony changes his glove into a smaller gauntlet. Yeah. All I could think is this is why they did the nano suit. Yes. Absolutely. The whole time. This is why they did the nano suit for this moment. Yeah. Absolutely. In the first movie they established, it can adjust to whatever I need to. Boom. There it is. Yep. It's brilliant. For a yeah. couple of different reasons. What yeah, a domino. In, in Act 3. Yep. What yep. a domino. Uh, we should mention Bad Nebula <laughs> is back too. Bad Nebula's back. She so as it. they're yeah. getting the snap ready and Hulk says he's the only one that can not die basically by snapping. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Bad Nebula shows up and pulls through, what is it, the Dark Aster? Is that the name uh-huh. of the ship? Yeah, pulls yeah. through the Dark Aster. Uh, I don't think that's the Dark that's Aster. That's Ronan's ship, isn't it? The Dark Aster is Ronan's ship. So yeah, the, this is just the, Thanos' The ship. big nasty boy. The Millennium Falcon, I think. The, the, big, the big Naster. It's good that there's the three Marvel Naster. experts here today. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Technically, Marvel does publish Star Wars comics. So <gasps> hey! They pull the ship through, and... Thanos. Uh, so Hulk, Hulk snaps... And his snap is to bring back all that were snapped away. Pump yeah. on the way that they show how that affects him. Yes. Yes. And that he can like barely close his hand. Yeah. That reminds me of how easily Thanos defeated the Hulk in the beginning of Infinity War. Right. He's just so much He's stronger. just stronger. Yeah. Now, so, I, I did laugh. I read something last night where somebody talked about how Clint's wife calling him means that he kept her cell phone plan active for five years. <laughs> Jeez. And I think that's very funny. That is very also, funny. Also, that's heartbreaking. Oh my if gosh. If he did do that and like never gave Just up Just in hope. case he got a call back. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Um, I have a super pump here and I feel like because we're going to get, or uh, sorry, super dump because okay. I feel like we're going to get yeah. past it too yeah. quickly. Um, okay, yes. Th- there was a way for it to make some sense. We are in a superhero movie. A lot of these people just don't die. Right. No matter what they do. Something tells me a missile to the face. Yeah. Yeah. Should have killed Scott Lang. So, and I'm not defending it. My only thought is maybe he shrunk just in time to where it was all right. blast and, I get and that no too. fire. And I get that too. Right. But I but hear But there you was completely. way too many things to be like. And, and, and I really thought they were killing him. I thought, I, I thought he was dead. I thought, I thought was done. everybody was dead. And Hulk was about to have to snap one more time to reset everything. I going to fight too. Thanos in Wakanda again. I thought that too. I thought so, that's exactly what was going to happen. And it was, I mean, they give us big old explosions. And yes, Huge. it's like uh, yeah, Ironside, like all these guys, done. they have either the suits or they're superhuman. So cool. You live. Yeah. But like, how does Hawkeye live? Rocket doesn't get squished. He got like straight up Meg column squished. Yeah. 
Can we talk about Hercules? how heartbreaking that was? Yes, oh that he can't breathe. Gosh. I was like choking up. Made me so sad. But they kind of, the Russo brothers played with this throughout and they're about to do it again when yeah. we have this fight. One of my favorite fights, maybe my, oh my favorite goodness. fight in the whole thing. Of they, they make you think you're going to lose somebody and then they change it a little bit. They're like, mm-hmm. nope, you thought so. He's not dead. But mm-hmm. my, my super dump is this scene in particular. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was able to say similar things like you did. Maybe his suit gets small just in time. But, but the fact like, that we have to resort to justifying it means that there right. could have been something a little extra done in the writing. I think I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, for sure. And they, I mean, they did this to themselves in the best way because right. they've, yeah, they've yeah, done yeah. that with everything else and they right. wrote it so well. But right. No, I that, that agree. was my super dumb. So it starts popping off at this point. Um, yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. We're, we're separated it's by just, it's rubble. Away. Yeah. And, yeah. And it is now time to get this gauntlet. Yep. And we got to start moving. And everybody is sort of doing their own thing here. Um, we've got some people down underneath the building. We've got some people up top that are going to go confront Thanos. And we've got some people sort of putting some other things in I motion. I love that up top crew of the big three. And like, what's he been doing? Just sitting there. So this was actually Just my moment moving. where I decided I was okay with Thick Thor. Really? The most okay. Because yeah. I liked him the whole movie. But this is my moment when he suited up and had... Hey, would that be like Stormbreaker with two Cs? Yes. Stormbreaker. Okay. Perfect. Or Mjolnir. I don't know. Yeah. But when he had two two hammers and was fully suited up and was Which, fat by the way, if you've seen the movie, you know why he, ha- he has the other hammer. But when he's in Asgard, yes, he calls on the other right. one. He says, I'm still that's worthy. True. Which was actually a pretty big line. It was yeah. awesome. But yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Catalyst for where he is right now. But with two hammers, fully suited Whoa. up, he still looked amazing. Top knot, a little bit of a little bit of a not a top knot, but there's something that going like braid. Beard. Anyways, his like transformation Viking. into wooey. Yeah, and I think you said last night, Doge, he I looks did. more Norse god. He looks more Norse god. He looks like big Gimli. I think I said Gimlisimo. Gimlisimo. Yes, Your number one joke, Gimlisimo. It's the only one I know. And he that looks like eating trash. He kind of looks like Odin a little bit. Like he looks like he his dad. Kind of does. Yes. So, um, we get. Can you imagine? That's the thing, though. This carries back to my. I think it was my super dump for Infinity War. Can you imagine how cool that would have looked with an eye patch, though, instead I of his Come on, dude. I keep know. that eye I patch. want the eye, keep patch. the eye patch. If you're going to keep him fat, you can keep the eye patch. For real. Like pirate dwarf god? Yeah. 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 Sure, come man. on. I'm into it. I'm oh, in. So we get this awesome three-on-one confrontation. This is the most nervous I've ever been yes. for somebody that I don't know. Yes. And I've got to say, like, throughout, and we're going to even see it, like, the biggest flexing of muscles the MCU has ever done in terms of CGI and choreography and stuff, but... They, it has been done so well throughout this series. And man, maybe the penultimate is this movie that I completely take for granted how hard it is to film stuff like this. Right. Okay, well, when, we're going to have the when scene. Chris Evans is the only real thing there. Yes. Right. right? And it's like, okay, it's not like they're asking Tony. Now, remember, shoot him twice. <laughs> right. Now, now, And you, you dodge here. Now, giant yeah. purple man from another world, you need to make sure and block it. Like, no, this is... It's it, done so well that I never even think like, oh, I don't know. What the means. magic is the fact that I don't even think about it. I think you're That's right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. And something else, I just want to point this out and I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. Marvel succeeded at something DC has tried to do like five times in their <laughs> DCEU, which is fight on a fiery, dark, cloudy battleground and it looked good. Yeah. Right. DC has tried that with like several movies and it always looks like a soundstage. Yeah. This looked like a real place. And they, yeah. it's not the first time they've done it. Right. Yeah. But it was just the most like dark fight we've seen. Oh my gosh! So we get we get this fight. Um, I, I think that everybody's sort of sort of getting it all handed back to him by Thanos. Yes, um, we get and cool we get too. the sword or sorry the shield shattered. Gosh, when he chops down Cap's the, shield. Yeah, and, and the he, shield shattered yeah. happens though post 
the new weapon that Cap gets to No, it's after that. His shield gets shattered and he drops to the ground. And then... No. No, because Thor is getting stabbed. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're in right. the chest. Uh, you did see point. it twice. We only you're saw it once. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, right. and he gets it at that point because he still has a shield because he's using the two together. Yep. We to see. Kick we see the hammer lift. Yeah. And uh, we know who it is. This I is jumped one, out of my seat. One half of my super pump. This was almost my super pump. This is one half. I can't. I can't pick between these. It's one half. This of my is my hypest single moment of the entire movie. But it's not my super. I get to sit is, by Adam at this part, and he like up in his. It's like, like a moment when you realize someone doesn't realize that they're in a room anymore, right? Yeah. And he's just like everything's put aside. I saw him like, jumping up and down, and screaming yes. very loud. He was people throwing were, popcorn so all over the room <laughs> like a monkey at the zoo. It but was crazy. People were so mad. We get cap. <laughs> this was a similar emotional reaction to me. I think I've talked about it on the show before in Star Wars Episode Seven when the X wings arrive on Takodana, yeah, yeah, and they're flying. Uh, over, over the water, over the water. That just like there's an emotion within me that is, and I don't know where it's coming from, but I'm like, but it just makes you want to be like, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this fight with with Cap with the shield and the hammer, I thought for a second we were going to get an, a Stark suit to fly out and cover him to protect That'd him. That'd be amazing. Like he was the, just going to be like all everything, three. like yeah. the wow. Iron Patriot suit, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought that for a minute, but yeah. We I thought this. we were going to get chainmail all the way down his arms when he raised the hammer up. Because, you know, he has the, the chainmail. Oh, that would like be the, very awesome. The, like, feather mail. Yeah. And I'm glad they did piece. that, by the way. Yeah. Very cool. It looked super awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, we thought Thor was going to die. I, right. I mean, at that point, I was like, he's about to get this axe Thor's through his chest. Yeah. Right. And then, so Cap does that, and his shield is getting shattered. Like, this, the scene that was so disturbing to me, and it's supposed to be, is Thanos just is not even calm and cool anymore. He is trying to wail on right. Cap. Yeah. And like, just that like... And to know all the power over, that yeah. he has to destroy that shield. Yeah. I thought, okay, well, here I mean, goes Cap. You know, the only thing It's the only thing that's ever damaged the shield besides uh, Black Panther's, Black Panther's claws. claws. Yep. Yep. It's the only other thing. Yep. So um, we get that and it it's not looking good. That just made me think it would be cool to find out later that Thanos' sword was made of adamantium. If, oh, like, crossover. Adamantium's the Universe only crossover. thing that can... Damaged vibranium. Yeah, besides vibranium. Cool. Anyway, that would be cool. So, after they've been defeated, we got, or seemingly defeated, yeah, cap slow stand, which you got to have. You got to have the cap slow stand because mm-hmm. he can do he this all day. Die. I, I thought too. he was going to die. He's got well, the shield and he a, gets the hammer. It felt very much a battle of the bastards. Jon Snow running at an yes. army. It did. Yes, because they give us. Uh, I think Thanos starts to talk about how man, there's so many. And every single thing that Thanos says is the drip of that cold brew. Like it's been steeping 24 yeah. hours, like so good. Yes. And just talking about like, I knew you would come back. It's like the only, anyways. I'm, but, so I'm currently getting chills, which means we have to start talking about it. Yeah. He reveals I, his arm. So there's a reason that, that makes it an even bigger deal about what's uh, Thanos what's is about basically to saying it's game over for you. Yeah, because yeah, everything's happening here. Like we already knew Ebony Ma was back. We assumed the other big four mm-hmm. of the, what does he call it? The children of Thanos? Yeah. yeah. They're back. They're like, Ma, oh, that's right. They're not dead anymore. Obsidian. Oh, yeah. all these things Dark aren't Spider-Man. dead anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, um, I've got full body chills from head to toe right now. We hear the voice. We hear Sam's voice. Yeah. And he says, right here, Cap. On your left. On your left. Oh, so good. This until the credits finish is my super... P- I, I tried. Dude. I tried to find yeah. one moment. No, this it is, is it. the last 45 minutes of this and movie is my super pump. Like, oh, 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 it's so good. When 
When Dr. Oh, when all of the people that studied at, um, what is it? Kamartage. Kamartage. When all of them start showing up, bringing through portals, Spidey steps through, Winter that was, Soldier hey, that steps through. that was my $2 billion dollar moment. Just, was you know, it? We're tracking those when everybody has yeah, theirs. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, Spidey steps through. Everybody steps through. All I care about is Spidey right now. But Valkyrie, Black Panther Valkyrie on a Pegasus. Like, guys, it was everything. Like, it was it thing. was sorcerers, it's people like, from Wakanda. It was the Valkyries. Like, it was everything. I mean, the only way to say it is I've seen this poster. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've seen this poster with the drawn characters. And it's, yes. such, it's such a comic book thing to do, right? Like, yes, everybody's back. All of, all of what is good is fighting. All of what is evil. But it is not ridiculous. It, there is nothing no. about it that you're like, really? That's what yeah. the that cheese blows was earned. my mind. Yes. And then Ant-Man even coming out from underneath oh, all the rubble to give with us the Hulk, Hulk in his hand. And that kind of gives you a size to it, scale of how big he is well, right now. The yeah. funny thing is it is a full reverse of something that the Hulk and Ant-Man do the other way around. Oh, really? Where Hulk throws Ant-Man like a baseball. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And so it's a full reversal of that where instead yeah. it's like it's more like a Blowing butterflies yeah. onto yeah. your enemy, but with Hulk instead. And, and there's somehow like I don't want to say more than Braveheart or something like a, a battle scene in front of the Black Gates of Mordor and stuff. But there's something about hearing Ebombay, oh, and man. then a million other Wakandans say Ebombay. That is yes. that gets my. I'm ready to punch. I'm my ready to dive like into pumping. a herd of dogs. <laughs> And just like, I'm just like, let's go. Well, and they're coming in hot off the Battle of Wakanda. It's not been five years for them. They're ready to go. Yes. Yeah. And, um, dude, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. Oh. So there's so much awesome here. We're going to have to brush over stuff. I agree. At least I, a little the bit. The only thing that I, I am going to die if we don't talk about is Avengers Assemble. So yeah, because that's the other half of my super. We get our first ever Avengers assemble here, and it is so understated and beautiful. Dude, he waited so long before he said assemble, and it was quiet. Yes, and I loved it. Avengers <sighs> was loud, and then just assemble, and then oh, oh the so charge good. at each other. Man, the battle scenes that are happening here are so good. Let's at least do we want to set limitations on ourselves to find at least two things each, or if we all have the same thing. So the the one thing that not the one thing. There's a lot of things. I want to talk about the women of Marvel. Woo. Yes. This is Colton's superpower. What right. does Okoye say? She's not alone? Yeah, she's not yeah. alone. Which is the same exact thing that Black Widow said in Infinity War when they said, you're going to die here alone. And then Black Widow says, but she's not alone. And it's right. her and Okoye oh, so in Scarlet good. Witch. Except this time it's Scarlet Witch. Can't even name Okoye, Potts. Valkyrie, Potts, Captain Marvel. Like, it is. Gamora, oh, yeah. Nebula. Like, it Pepper's, is Pepper's back in a Iron Man suit, oh, by yeah. the way. Yeah. And it's Rescue. awesome. Yeah. It looks good. It looks amazing. And it's not like Iron Man 3 let us know that she can fight, right? right. It's, not, it's not like we're like, yeah. what? Right. His wife can fight now? But yeah. And that scene too, because and Tom Holland, man, he's also a he's the so most good. saturated scene for scene goodness. Like, yes. Yes. he's way up there in the MCU. He is so, what a, there's never been, is he, is Tom Holland uh, the best iterator? Like, is he more Peter Parker? Yes. Than... Steve Rogers, like then Chris Evans is Cap. Oh. And that's okay for us to have this conversation because yeah. a lot of the big ones that they've done are perfect. That's hard for me. I would say equivalent at least. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially now. He gets these small moments that characterize him more than anybody else does. These yep. moments where he's woohooing or where he's calling back to something or where he's meeting Captain Marvel and introducing yep. himself first name, yes. last name. Yeah. And like and Captain Marvel does big, big damage Ooh. to many things. That yes. big ship. And I could see her fly through ships. All day. All day long. Um, yep. I love the callback to instant kill mode. 
Yeah, that's great. With Spider-Man. <laughs> like all, all his little... Because yeah. if you're going to use it, now's the now's time. The, time. Uh, the only person to have in their top five uh, on last week's Mini Monday, their top five Marvel heroes had to have Wanda was Doge. Do you yeah. want to talk about the scene that she gets? Woof. She's wonderful. Like, she's great. I... I Wonderful. She's don't wonderful. Stop. I don't have words to say about yeah. it. She says, really? you took like, everything from me. Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't even know who you are. And she, she was says, about to kill the will. bro. She was yeah. about to kill him. Like, it felt like she was about to rip him apart. She gets maybe, I, I'm going to go back and say, I think maybe the most cold-blooded line of the whole movie is hers. You will? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know who you are. You will. Yeah. 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 And then just like rips and then him up. she turns into and he a says, demon. Yeah. And he says, bring down the fire. Like, I can't handle this chick. Right. Like, and then they bring down their he own He needs fire. help. Like, when else has Thanos said, help me? Right. Yeah, for real. Except for Scarlet just Witch. And it. that's amazing. Yeah. So cool. The only time he's like, asked for help. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. Yep. And uh, we got to we gotta get to the- I know. This gauntlet. I'm avoiding it. We got to get there. I'm we avoiding it on purpose, I you think. You know, I'll say to- I'm excited. A, a good thing that this movie does too is like, man, I'm so excited for more Spider-Man. Man, I'm so excited for more Black Panther. I'm I'm legitimately excited for more Doctor Strange. Yes. Yeah. I, I really do think now. Benedict Cumberbatch, it is such a different character that it's hard to compare like what he's doing, but the role that he has. And so we have a moment where Tony says, uh, is this the one? Is this the one? And he's, and, and Doctor Strange says, if I told I you, it, tell it you. can't no. happen. Um, and then the moment, can we get there now? Like yes. where Tony so, looks over? Or uh, I do want to say this. This this scene launches into the final movement of the plot. Here. Yes, I do. Did you want to have the hug there, first? All I want to say. So the hug. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the reunion between Tony and Peter was unbelievable. It was everything oh, I man. wanted it to be. But then something else I want to just not, only mention really yeah. is I think it is so important to acknowledge how cool Keep Away of the Gauntlet was. So cool. I think it that was our our largest teamwork moment in the MCU. Yeah. It's way Just up as there, far yeah. as number of bodies involved. Yeah. Was amazing. Like Spider-Man holding the gauntlet, riding Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Oh my goodness. So cool. Thrown by Cap. Thrown by Cap. Guys. Like, oh, just so and cool. he calls them queens and I teared up a little bit yeah. to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Imagine describing this scene to me. Like we're talking about what would you say like to your Like a decade self? ago. When I walked out of Iron Man <sighs> in 2008. Being like, hey man, just wait. In 11 years, there's going to be this. I think I would have bled from my ears. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. that. Anyway, we got to get there. I know. Okay, so Carter, talk about that Doctor Strange scene because that launches So there is, this. I, we're all like, we would all call ourselves film critics. I think my natural bent is to look at acting. I've been fascinated with that. I did it all through high school. I've yeah. taught it before. I'm just blown away by just phenomenal actors. Yeah. Um, the fact that our catalyst scene is without words. <sighs> yeah. Robert Downey Jr. simply looks over. Tony Stark looks over. And I'm, I don't know what to call it because it feels, I, I would almost call it the best delivered line of the whole movie. Yeah. But what yeah. Benedict does to just simply raise his one finger and then Tony goes back and knows. This is not a minute long. No. But something happens just in this 50 seconds. My heart sank. Your heart breaks. And then, yep. you're, ha and then you're like, well, I need to anticipate what's about to happen. And then we can go into like, so we see a few attempts to get the gauntlet. Yeah. So Cap comes in. Like, well, there's two Caps, aren't there? So Captain America, does he have an attempt to take the gauntlet off? Or is it Captain Marvel for it's Tony first, right? And then he punches him away. Yeah. Captain Marvel comes in, and we show her power, which is great. And I was gonna yeah. say, like, I think 
What's tough with Captain Marvel is what you have to do with Superman sometimes because it's like, well, she's almost invincible. Right. So how do you right. def- defeat, even for a little while, oh, that Captain power Marvel? power stone scene was bananas. Where he grabs the power stone to punch her. I saw yeah. somebody on, uh, I think it was on Reddit, I saw somebody say, in that moment, I kind of wanted him to win because it was just so brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Real okay, smart. So cool. it. Puts it back in. And yeah. anyways, all that stuff is happening. We look back and we have that scene. And so then Tony decides to just yep. go for it. He sneaky steals. Yep. And he changes his suit to the small gauntlet. Yep. And Thanos says, I am inevitable. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, I'm Iron Man. I am Iron Man. And yep. he snaps. Yeah. And then Thanos' snap that was just metal. That was just a kink and yep. like nothing happens. Oh, you know? yeah. That's so great. We look so down great. and see the stones like winding down onto Tony's hand. Yeah. And then man. he just, and then he, yeah, I am Iron Man. So, um, and he snaps away Thanos and his army to completely mirror the ending of Endgame yep. or Infinity War. Yep. yep. For sure. <sighs> um, my super pump. I didn't know what it was going to be as I'm watching this movie the first time. I knew after the first time because I saw it twice, but I knew at this point this is it had to be this. But just um I can't super pump Tony Stark's death scene. Cuz it hurts too much. <laughs> yeah, cuz it hurts too much. A also pump to how they made him look. It was gruesome. It like it was. was like, man, ooh, this is disturbing and it was supposed to be um and there's all these things awful things like Peter Parker coming and uh, Peter, I, it's hard to talk that's about. That's the passing of the torch moment. The worst. Yes. And, and and we had Don Cheadle first, but so like War Machine. Right. Yeah. And then we have Peter Parker and, and then, then we have Pepper. Pepper. And I just want to say, I, I hope I'm not stealing your thunder here. No. Please stop me if I am. No, no. Tony gets to rest in the face of a grateful universe. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what Thanos said he wanted to do when he quote unquote saved yeah. us. Yeah. And Tony finally gets to rest. This is the first time Tony can rest. Right. I mean, yeah. since Jensen saved his life in the cave, this is the first time that he can be confident. I didn't waste the second chance that I was given. Yeah. I'm full body chills. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is my super pump. Yes. Yeah. Um, As he should be. And it's like the super pump that the ripples touch every oh my movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just even two. And we get an homage later with Happy sitting down with Morgan and talk, yeah. your dad I loved cheeseburgers. I can't handle that. No. Nope. It hurt. Yeah. It was tough for sure. Anything with Morgan after the death of Tony is is instant tears for me. I And this is my opinion. Hmm. Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is the best actor, like portrayal of a superhero. Like a fit. It fits so well. He will always be considered one of the best like superhero renditions in cinema history. For eternity. Yes. For yes. eternity. He does so well. And even though there's so many quips and jokes and jabs and stuff, it doesn't really get old. Somehow he's just no. naturally still charming and arrogant and all these things that that Tony Stark becomes. Like he felt like an actor that got to kind of change the narrative of what a superhero yes. that's iconic 100%. was. Yeah. And that takes a lot. And the fact that he gets this final scene. And I, you know what's so funny? <laughs> Am I getting emotional on this podcast? So his last line isn't I am Iron Man. Mm-mm. His last line is, hey, babe. He's just talking to Potts. Yeah. And it's right there. And it's just those two. His, yep. And it's a callback to the beginning when he says, just so you know, tonight, like every night, when I drift off, it's, it's going to be you yeah. that I think of. Technically, his last line you. is I love you. Love you. Love you 3000. Which yeah. is, which also broke my heart. But do, do you guys think, I want to talk about this real fast. Do you think that's going to be a thing now? I love you 3000. I hope not. I bet it is. I, I really know. hope not. I don't I know. I don't know how I, not, I don't mean in the movies. Sorry. 
I mean, culturally, do you think people are going to start saying love you 3000? Yes. Yeah, probably. I think so too. Yes, for sure. So, um, yeah, I think, I think the way that they said goodbye wasn't cheesy. Correct. You know, I've no. got, here's the difference between Fast and Furious and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's only one. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, one, a, a big one in terms of paying homage to someone like we, and it was heartfelt too, but yeah, like there wasn't our, a Paul, Charlie Puth song. Our, our Paul Walker goodbye on the beach when everybody's wearing white and stuff. But then this one, like to have the funeral and it kind of go to every pocket, every single, this group. is to say, and, and they give us proof that he has a heart, right? Like yeah. they, they're yeah, like, from Here's Iron the, Man one. Yes. The here is the catalyst. Look at what this created. And yeah. it's, it, it is well, just the biggest flex. And including uh, at that funeral is including Ty Simpkins, the kid, who the kid from yeah. Iron Man three, Iron Man three. Yes. The he's one of the last ones. Which shows that His they've kept in touch in some way. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So just so cool. Um, I mean, can we, do we go to the funeral right now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I think we got to brush, brush the end of the We time. do all of that. But you get your moment. This is, <laughs> this is one of my moments. So it goes to, and very finally after cap, and again, I love the acting is so good. You know, you you got to think before this scene. You're asking these 50 people to think of this character that they've played in several movies. How are they reacting to Tony Stark's death? Every one of them is perfect. Yep. The Wakandans are just standing so stoic and just so well put together, and, and just the way everyone reacts. What a heartbreaking arc for Bruce Banner. Yeah. Yes. But anyways, and then we get to Cap, Captain Marvel, and then. Holla at you, boy. Yep. You make that money. I make that money. <laughs> so that means none of us <laughs> made that money. In the bottom of the ninth inning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so good. And he even gets credited. We've checked IMDb. Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Samuel L. Because I got worried Lupita's not in this movie. Yeah. yeah Lupita Nyong'o's not. not in this movie at all. So they didn't really get everybody back. But um, yeah, so that was… I think that's because she's not in the MCU. Yeah, she is. Who is she? She's Nakia from Black Panther. T'Challa's love. T'Challa's love. <gasps> Guys, I name, totally right? forgot. Her name's Nakia, right? I think it might be Nakia. I 100% forgot. I need to watch Black Panther again. She yeah. was one of the reasons that I like picked her for yeah, the yeah, team. Yeah. It was oh, like so good. But yeah. And so we get that with Samuel L. But just to... Man, yeah. It was great. It's just done so well at the end. And then I'll let you guys take, because I know Cap is y'all's number one. Yeah. I think there's a couple of wrap-ups you need to hit. Let's, let's go hit, pretty fast. Let's hit Asgard. Yeah. Uh, Thor names Valkyrie. Basically, Thor. Yeah, new you're, ruler, you're king now. Ruler basically, of new Asgard. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go be me. I'm gonna go be best me instead yeah. of bad because version this is of not me. Idea. I'm not a ruler, right. and I love that he's love just that he goes with the Guardians. That. Yep. I can see a scene already in Guardians three where Star Lord and Thor are competing to see who can get fit faster. Guys, I cannot yes. believe that that's actually going to happen. Like, I, I think it is. That no, has not I been confirmed. I, and I trust y'all so much, and I and I know that there's not. <clears throat> And there's not really going to be, there's not a post credit scene for this. Right. Um, it's just a sound of, I think, the hammering from it Iron is. Man Iron 1. It's the sound from Iron Man 1. Uh, yeah. Just to say, hey, obviously there's more. We're not going to do any kind of spoilers on the next phase. Um, Which is good. I, that was almost my I super love it. pump. That they left this movie just be just what be. it is. Yeah. And it needed to be. Yeah. And the signatures and the credits at the end. But so I'm jumping to the very end before we do some yeah. of this other stuff. So that's our Asgard wrap up. Let's, let's do Peter. Let's, yeah. So yeah. Peter Peter sees Ned. Ned crying almost got me, dude. Dude, yeah. yes. I love that boy. Yeah. Um, and Peter walks into school looking like he's been crying. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure he has. Man. Poor boy. Um, but yeah, so so Peter's back to normal. It actually killed one of my theories. I, I've been saying for a while, there's no way that they can just bring everybody back and continue life as normal. But I think that's going to be a theme moving forward is like, how yeah. do you recover? Yeah. What year, Like, are they just going to be like, hey, let's just decide. Seniors 2023. Let's just decide that it's 2019 now. They could, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are they going to just be like, hey, some of you guys are five years older. Like, P- 
Peter and Ned were both snapped then, I guess, because yes. Ned's not five years right. older. Yeah. 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 Um, Scott Lang all of a sudden got really close to Cassie's age. Or much closer. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. it's funny. <clears throat> but um, uh, I think they're setting Cassie up to be uh, stature. In the future. She's a size-changing hero. She's like Ant-Man, but right. she's it's a daughter, Cassie Lang. And how comic. cool is it that the Marvel Cinematic Universe, almost everyone that is being handed the torch is either a child, a woman, not white. Like yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. I think that's one of the biggest strengths of the MCU yeah. is they are they are being so intentional with their yeah. like diversity and in- inclusivity that I think I think it's showing in not only audience reaction, but like buy-in of yeah. like of like this yeah. is what life looks like. Well, and no one has the right to be offended by that. Are sure. you serious? Yeah. Like if you if you if you're offended by yeah, sorry, you I don't want to alienate. Issues. We gotta yeah. we gotta wrap up Cap. I don't want to alienate people, yeah. so whatever. But Cap, yep, he goes back to put all the stones, and he doesn't return. I knew he wasn't coming back. Yeah, no, I mean, and I think Bucky knew too. Yeah, I think but, he told Bucky. But Steve, uh, <clears throat> he goes back, returns all the stones, and then he. Uh, he doesn't come back to the time machine. He goes and sits on the bench. And he yep, waits. An old and, that's, man. and that's how he's back. Yeah. Yep. And he's, he's 110 at that point, by the way. Well, I mean, a super soldier serum's got to keep you alive for a while. No, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. 110. Which is yeah. sad because that means Peggy's got a... Peggy's dead. Peggy's long gone, yeah. But he gives the shield to Sam, which is... I love that. Comic accurate in some comics. and um, yeah, So that's the thing is, is Sam's the only one that Cap has ever has ever passed the torch himself. Right. Uh, Bucky became Cap for a while when Cap was dead or presumed dead. He was kind of journeying through time. It was weird. I thought that was the direction they were going to go, but Bucky became Cap at that point. But, but Falcon as Cap, I think is so good. Cause he'll keep the wings. He'll keep the shield and he'll keep the snark. Well, yeah. And the thing too, is he just seems way more emotionally appropriate to play Cap. I think so too. I think there's too much that Bucky doesn't and I love Bucky, right. but that he just doesn't have. And Sam feels sure. way more like Steve Rogers than Bucky does. Sure. Yeah. Well, and you know, Sam Sam has the military hero background, I think, to step into the role. Yeah. And the, the I mean, heart he's for a it. captain. <clears throat> right. Right. Um, I think that's great. And then I mean at this point, unless I'm wrong, we we fade to black and then we, we have the dancing scene. Yeah. They see Steve's wedding ring and and Sam says, you want to tell me about her? And Steve goes, no. Nope. I, I don't, don't think I do. Yeah. And he finally got his dance. I'm getting chills again. <clears throat> I um, told you guys, I freaking called this movie was going to end. Well, you said with you said post-credit dance. scene. So, I mean, okay. like, let's back off a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I can no, you're credit right. for it, you're absolutely right. Give me credit for that, guys. Yeah. But yeah, we end, with, that. we end with the dance that Steve promised Peggy <sighs> in 1945. Yeah, there's not really anything to say about that. Yeah. Speaking of not really anything to say, I think we just rate this and call it a day because what have we not said? You know what I mean? And a it's, lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Thing. You're like, right. It's so yeah. much. Um, There's a part of me that's like, let's spend 50 minutes and talk about every joke and how funny it was. I know. <laughs> um, I just want to go see it again, to be honest. Same. Like right now, I want to go I'm again. Good. I want to own it and watch it in my living room. <laughs> yeah. We here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have perfected the art of rating movies with the scientific cinema scale. And it is flawless and as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, Buy that poster. So let's write this thing. Um, no, just <laughs> After that is buy it, followed by rent it, then stream it. After that is forget it, and last, but certainly least, the worst thing we can ever say about a movie. God, God have forsaken, forsaken us. I'm going to go first. It's an own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. Maybe the easiest call I've made. Yeah, I'll go next. 
own it, don't lend it by that poster. If you want to know why, see the last 60 plus minutes of this. Just podcast. go watch it if you want to know why. Yeah, I'm gonna buy the poster too. And I'll I'll explain a little bit more. And I think it's because they did they did something that seems like they did 21 movies mm. and they ended it satisfyingly. Well, yeah. even even seeing early on, like, wow, 202 critic reviews. It's 97%. Okay, well, temper expectations. Right. I'll have the opinion myself. You know, and that doesn't change. And you know, what's funny is like, I had more confidence. We talked about simultaneously, like Game of Thrones and 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 the MCU, this phase kind of ending at the same time. Right. From the, from like midway, I've had more confidence in this satisfying me yeah. than I do Game of Thrones. Sure. Uh, there's a part of me that wouldn't be surprised if the end of another epic series is not what I hoped. Yeah. You know? And not as well received. And it probably. was just done yeah. so well. It's just writing. It's it's checking every box that's supposed to be checked for a good movie and, and for a good some. franchise and then some. And yeah. so, well done. Freaking bravo mm. to Endgame. Wow. I almost don't like want to hang up the phone. You know what I mean? Like I want to <laughs> I want to keep it going, but- No, you say goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, I love you more. I love you more than that. I love you 3,000. There it is. Next week- Please, please, please tune in mm-hmm. for the first in our Chooser's Choice mm-hmm. series with Carter's first movie from Ridley Scott, yeah. Gladiator. Gladiator. Can't wait. Carter's good friend, Mr. Ridley Scott. Mr. Mm. Mr. Sir Ridley Scott. It's going to be- Esquire. It's going to be entertaining. I'm going to use that joke as many times as I can. That's fine. That's so funny. I'm I can't not, wait for more of it. I'm crazy, dude. <laughs> I'm going to change my movie. No. To end this week's episode of Two Chunks and a Hunk, I would like each of us to- one by one, release a contented sigh. <sighs> Thanks for listening. Kiss me once, then kiss me twice, then kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.